Hey guys, Mina here. Just jumping in here to let you guys know we have something so exciting. It's a free masterclass and we created it just for you right now. We keep getting questions. How do I pivot and sell right now? The number one question we get is how can I make more sales? And so we want to teach you how to create a plan to boost your sales and grow your business right now. So if you want this totally free masterclass that we've created for product-based businesses, head over to pivotandsell.com. We'll see you in there. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kulosita, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. And introducing the other half of the Product Boss, Jacqueline Snyder. She has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey everybody, Jacqueline and Mina here, your co-hosts of the Product Boss Podcast. Today, we will be sharing a conversation we had with a fellow female founder. You see, we believe women helping women is what the world needs more of. Introducing our female founder episodes, where we interview fellow female entrepreneurs and highlight their small business. Our goal is to shine a spotlight on product businesses to encourage our community to support each other learn from each other, buy from each other, and lift each other up. So let's jump in. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Female Founders, where we feature female business owners and talk about their product, give them our platform to amplify their voices, their businesses, and really just lift. We believe that helping women will lift us all up. So welcome to the podcast, Brittany. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. So Brittany is the owner of Black Girl Mathjic, which is a subscription box. Would you mind telling our listeners a little bit about your business? Absolutely. And as you can see, I'm in the car and there's a business story behind that as well. So Black Girl Mathjic is the first and only monthly subscription box designed to increase math confidence and decrease math anxiety in girls on a third to eighth grade math level. I have a bachelor's degree in math. I have been tutoring and coaching children in math for over 15 years, and I am extremely passionate about rewriting and reshaping how we all view math. Most people hate it. Um, Most people have (laughs) a lot of anxiety when it comes to doing math. And the fact that math is literally in everything means that there needs to be a shift in how we relate to math. So That is really how I came up with the idea for the product. And I focus specifically on girls. And when I say girls, I mean girls of all backgrounds, um, because the data continues to show that when it comes to math confidence, girls are very, are much less likely to be confident in their math abilities than boys are. And that shows up in so many different things. And there are a variety of reasons behind that. So I wanted to create a product where they could very clearly see themselves as math learners, math doers, and math stars. I love it. Um, I I think that's very true. Statistically, it is shown that uh, girls don't go into engineering, architecture, all those math and science-based things because they are less confident. I love that you picked grade 
three through eighth. What made you pick those particular grades? So, yeah, that's a great question. So I chose those particular grades. Well, there there were a couple of things. So number one, um, I've read some studies that say math anxiety can start as young as five years old, but it's around eight years old, third grade, when girls really are starting to kind of come into their identity and, you know, where they're making friends and they're getting older and, and becoming more independent. And that's around the age when they decide whether they are going to be a quote unquote math person or not. So eight years old is is, is one of the, the main ages where they check out of math, where they're like, mm, this isn't for me. And third to eighth grade is where the foundation is set. So my box is really focused on building basic math confidence and math skills because you need those basic math skills, whether you want to be a rocket scientist or whether you want to be a cashier at Walmart. You need <laughs> basic math skills to do just about everything in life and to, you know, just to move to maximize the impact you want to have no matter what it is you want to do. So I chose that that, that range so we could really drive in the concepts that are taught in those grades. Absolutely. So how long have you had the business? So I pre-launched in November of 2018 and I spent about six months in pre-launch just building my list and I've entered in one, a few pitch competitions or did some beta testing activities and I officially launched to the world actually this time last year. So last June and I shipped my first boxes in July. Okay. And you sell right now, their subscription boxes, they're monthly and they're all through CrateJoy? Yes. Okay. I'm getting okay. ready to roll out my official website very soon. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, I'm on great joy. And what comes in the box? So the box uh, items are are items that um, we specifically curate to address the phenomena that contribute to low math confidence and high math anxiety. So we include a caring adult guide for the parents mostly mom, you know, who also <laughs> probably has some math anxiety that she has been dealing with. Um, so to give her some tips and tricks for helping her girl maximize her box experience. We also include an inserts, you know, just to let folks know what's in the box. We have a different theme every month and we pick the theme based on the woman that we feature. So we include a um, feature of a Black woman mathematician each month. And these are all women who have at least one math degree, not because I'm, I'm trying to say, oh, you must major in math in college, but because a lot of people think all you can do with a math degree is be a teacher. Um, that's the question I used to get. All, that was a million dollar question all the time. You know, everybody was like, oh, you must want to be a teacher, which is a great and noble profession. But there's so many other things you can do with a math degree. So we interview women and we have a different woman that we feature each month. And she's really how we pick the theme. So whatever she did with her math degree, is how we come up with the theme. So for instance, this month, we are featuring um, a woman who has a math degree and is a realtor. So we're doing real estate and home ownership math this month. Amazing. So that's the first thing. Then we include three to five items to really bring the theme to life and make the lesson tangible, um, understanding that a lot of times math education feels very abstract um, and not attainable. So we we just include fun stuff that that makes it fun. So and interesting. So there's always at least one screen-free activity um, just because my the students I work with, as well as my nieces and nephews are over screen. So I wanted to create something where they could get off the screen for a little while. So that could be a math game. It could be a book. It could be math dice. So there's always at least one educational screen-free activity and then other items that relate to the theme that make it fun, but that are also useful and practical. 
a math affirmation postcard. So just a positive saying that a girl can put up on her wall or in her room to give her that extra boost. Um, custom stickers because girls love stickers. <laughs> they do. <laughs> we do custom stickers with our artists every month. And then probably my favorite part of the box is our math activity booklet, which is why I'm in the car because I just went to go pick them up from my printer. Um, because it's my shipping week this week. So the math activity booklet, it's a six page booklet of the, of whatever the theme is of the math around that theme. So for, as I mentioned earlier, we're doing real estate and home ownership math. So this month we're looking at houses and mortgages. We're drawing rooms with using area perimeter. Um, we're talking about commissions. Um, we're talking about laying carpet and what is the the number of square feet if if this is if it's this many square feet how much is that in square yards so we're really applying the math in a real world context mm-hmm. i need all of this I know. And I love that you actually applied it towards different careers because for me, a lot of times I think, why do I need math when Mm -hmm. I actually do use it even as like a creative or as a business owner? And I didn't even think about real estate. And that is so true that you need, um, math skills for that as well. So I think it's cool to see, you know, what you could potentially do with um, building your math skills. Yes. I was just having a cubic square feet conversation with my husband outside and I was like, Siri? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I I think part of that too is because like I said, I've been working with children for over 15 years and I can't even tell you how many times I would hear, well, when when am I going to use this? You know, right. mm-hmm. and so this is this is my response to that. Here's how in in many many situations how math is going to come up, and that makes it fun, and that makes it relatable, that makes it relevant, and then they can start to make those connections between math and their lived experiences. And like you said, it's applicable, and I think it also gives these girls, girls in general, but the, mm-hmm. this this open mind and open thought to, oh, I can see where I go because exactly what you said, like teachers. I know when, when I was growing up, moms were, if moms had jobs, they were teachers or really, I mean, they were teachers or stay at home where I lived. And there wasn't a lot of in between, like you weren't around moms that were executives. I guess maybe some might've been in real estate, Um, but there wasn't, there, there weren't these opportunities. And so Eve, and so now looking at this and saying, here are ways in which you can apply it. And then it opens up their mind to the possibilities of careers for them as they're finding their way. Yeah. 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 It is, you know, I love that it's building their confidence. I'm very much, you know, I love how you reframed it for them at such a young age. Usually I say to even my own daughter, but I was like, math, ugh. So I should probably quit saying that. (laughs) And then (laughs) then also I'm always like, go ask your dad, you know, because I even use those words. So I love that your box incorporates the family and really rethinking how math can be a fun thing. (laughs) Yes, it can be fun and it's very useful. (laughs) And it can be feminine. You don't have to ask your dad. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. You can learn it yourself. You can ask mom mom pulls out her like notebook and goes, wait, okay. this is." (laughs) I'm like, oh, and that's what we include on the carrying a dog guide. It's like, okay, instead of this, let's try to say this. Yes. Let's, let's make this an exploratory thing. Let's not make this like, oh, I don't get it. Just go ask Mm. your dad. Let's make it, let's find this out together because I've been, like I, like I said, I've been tutoring kids forever. There's a couple questions. One of them is that, do you think you ever expand to younger girls in your boxes? 
I've thought about that and we've had parents ask. I'm not exactly sure if if we will do a subscription box for younger ages, but I definitely think that there are some things we there are some things we want to do. We want to we were looking at we're getting into um very, very beginning stages of children's books um, mm-hmm. and some other types of complementary products. And then um, of course I would be remiss if I didn't share because the boy moms have been asked forever. You know, what uh-huh. about the boys? So there will be a boy box coming soon. I initially thought that I was going to be able to roll it out this fall or winter, but with uh, the pandemic, my priorities have shifted a little oh, bit. Just a little. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like I tell parents too, I'm just like, you know, girls aren't the only ones who, who need to know that girls can do math. Mm-hmm. So It's true. <laughs> So the math in these boxes is gender neutral. Most of the items I source for the boxes can work, can be appealing to a boy and a girl. So I've had a couple parents order boxes for their boys. So I think that it can work. But I, of course, I understand that, you know, they need that, that the, the images of themselves as well. So that's something I'm looking to also. And have you seen a kick up um, in terms of subscriptions since homeschooling happened for the entire world? <laughs> Oh, yes. Yes. So, and and funny enough, these past couple of days, um, well, I'll say within the past week, we've had about three posts between Instagram and Twitter that have gotten a really, really great response. And so we've seen a lot of growth in terms of our followers. And then also a lot of people reaching out because they want to donate boxes for children who um, may not have that, may not have the means to access one. So it, yeah, it has been it has definitely been a busy time <laughs> in a good way. That's amazing. And do you think you're going to, are you going to address, so we're also recording this just post the, uh, you know, Black Lives Matter movement. And we are the week after in time, in terms of real time, the riots, right? Cause it was, right. there was a movement and then there were riots and there's a, a lot of conversation happening. Mm-hmm. So, still protests happening though. Still protests. But mm-hmm. curious about your box, since it is subscription, I know you have to plan it out. Are you addressing anything about like, I guess, does anything happen in real time within your box or for your students or that you're going to address it in the future? Because I probably see too that with your, the visibility of your business, that there are probably going to be, you know, white moms buying the box. Yeah. Like it, the world has awoken to shifting what our children see, right? Like right. a lot of conversation about children's books and yeah. what, how ki- kids are reflected. So just curious if you've even thought about that. Absolutely. I mean, even this month, um, for the real estate and, and home ownership box, there's a blurb in the back about redlining so that kids mm. can really understand that what is happening right now is not an isolated incident. It's not just this one murder of George Floyd that has sparked this outrage. This is this is contextual. This is years and years of, of, of racism and discrimination in almost any field. I mean, even the name of my business is a direct response to the lack of inclusion and the invisibility of Black girls in the realm of mathematics and who you think about when you think about math education and who gets to be who gets to have high quality math experiences or who's getting tracked into lower lower quality math experiences. So there um, is definitely going to be um, and and it, I already did a little bit of that, um, but at the same time I was kind of sensitive to it because these are children. Um, but after everything happened, I was like, okay, well now it's an opportunity for me to continue to provide even more history around some of these things so that people 
further understand like this stuff, this is where we are today is not, this is not a vacuum. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So absolutely. Just amazing. Um, somebody said, what a gift you're giving to people. And that's so absolutely true. Um, so Brittany, why did you start Black Girl Magic? Did you always think that you were going to be an entrepreneur? That's a great question. <laughs> so, so when I initially went to college, I thought I was going to do engineering. So I went to Spelman College in Atlanta, Georgia, and I was like, oh, I'm going to do computer science and then I'm going to do computer engineering and then I'll figure it out. I'm a little bit older. Coding was not sexy like it is now. So I was not in love with the computer science. So I ended up switching my major to math because I've I've just always loved math. I've always enjoyed it. And I knew that whatever I ended up doing, having a math background would serve me well. It was in college when I fell in love with tutoring. And 15 plus years later, I'm tutoring children. I'm working at a nonprofit where we serve about 150 students. And I started very quick. I've been there for about four years and very quickly when I started, because typically my tutoring is one-on-one. I'm I'm at the student's house. I'm working with them. When I got into this environment where I was working with several students at one time, I'm like, oh my goodness, my students across the board. So irrespective of school, grade, um, background, when they needed help with higher level math, so I'm talking about geometry, algebra, those kinds of things. Most of the time, they really didn't need help with the higher level math. They were struggling with basic math concepts. So once they got done with all the algebra and the X is over here and Y is over here, and it came time to multiply by three-fourths, and they haven't mastered multiplication of fractions, well, then that just makes everything feel so much harder, Right. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to figure out what to do with that. I'm like, okay, I can't be a full-time tutor. How can I really make a massive impact on this issue and the confidence issue I was seeing, especially with my girls? How can I how can I amplify this? And so when I met who is now my husband, he had like four subscription boxes he was subscribed to because he does not like to shop. He had HelloFresh and he had Blue Apron and he had another box sending him clothes and he had all these different boxes. And that was my introduction to the model. So fast forward about four years later, I was looking at the STEM subscription box landscape and I noticed that there were a lot of cool STEM subscription boxes, but nobody really was talking about the math. And that is an issue because math is the foundation of STEM. So Mm -hmm. I said, well, I have a math background. I've worked with kids. Let Let me try my hand at this. And so that's how Black Girl Magic was born. I love it. Literally, I mean, I think when he was buying all those subscription boxes was probably when subscription boxes were really at a height before. So um, it's cool that you took that concept and you're opened up to it and implemented it for what you needed to do, because now you can impact so many people and um, through parents and teachers, because we, you know, I say parents and teachers, because right now the parent is the teacher. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, they are. It's true. (laughs) And so you decided to do the subscription box. I know a lot of people kind of vacillate between whether that's the right move for them or not. Sounds like a lot of the products you are putting in the box are actually products that you've created. Are you sourcing anything? Like, are you outsourcing any of the product? Yes. So half, I would say about half of the items I create in-house. So that's the math affirmation cards, 
the math activity booklets, the inserts, the Caring a Dog Guide, and um, the custom stickers where I work with my own artists and we turn the art into stickers. And then the three to five items I include to like make it fun and bring the, you know, bring the theme to life and all that good stuff. Those are sourced wholesale from vendors. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. And where do you see um, Black Girl Magic going? Like, do you want it to be your full-time thing? Where do you see it eventually? What's your end goal with it? Yeah, so that is also another wonderful question. So for me, it is so much more than just a subscription box. Um, I'm in love with the subscription box model. And when 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 I talk to parents and when I talk to adults about building, I mean, really with anything, when you're trying to to create a long lasting result, you need consistent exposure, right? Like you don't get to eat mm-hmm. one banana and be like, okay, I'm eating healthy now or <laughs> you know, do one push up or one sit up. And now you have a six pack. Like you got to things have things take place over time and consistency yields results. And so that's why I was really drawn to this model because I know even at, even at such a young age, we have so many kids who have math anxiety. And then there are some, a, a few other terms, math, shame and math trauma. Um, and so these are real phenomena that have been written widely about. And so that to undo that, you need consistent math confidence boosting experiences. So that's why I was so bullish on this model. But at the same time, this is a movement for me. You know, I've, I envision a world where it's not socially acceptable to say you're bad at math, you know, <laughs> Um so I have so many ideas. As I mentioned, the children's books is one area that I'm con- um, currently exploring. Um, also reaching out to other genders. So like with the boy boxes I mentioned earlier, um, and, you know, who knows what can go, where it can go from there. Um, teachers are now saying, okay, what about a teacher guide or a teacher kit or teacher packs? And so how can we adapt what we're already doing so that teachers can use them in small groups in their classroom? Um, how can we continue? How can we use this as a tool to get parents talking to their kids about race? And like, why Why would I even feel so led to even call my business Black Girl Magic? I mean, partly because it's, it's, it's a pun. It's a play on the term Black Girl Magic, but also like, what is the story behind that? So there are so many different things that can be done with it. Um, and I'm just really excited about the opportunities because another thing is like most people, because of how a lot of folks feel about math, like no one wants to really do what I'm doing. So. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of like math. math there's very low competition here I feel like (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot of opportunity for sure you know what's Um, interesting that you say to you about I'm trying to think about subjects and you don't really hear people say I'm not good at science or I'm not good at writing maybe sometimes spelling but math is the thing you either are good at it or you're not and I feel like most (laughs) people would say I'm not good at it because that, that level of good at is like genius level. And if you're anything below it, you're not good. Right. And then even rethinking what it means to be good at math. I had one of my students, I was working with her and I'm telling you guys, she was sitting there doing them. She was doing her problems and she was doing them correctly. But out of her mouth, she's saying to me, Miss Brittany, I'm just not, I'm not good at this. I don't get this. I'm not good at this. And I'm like, but you're doing it and you're doing such a great job, but she still couldn't make that connection. And I said, well, what does it mean I asked her, what does it mean to be good at? What does it mean for somebody to be good at math? And her answer was, they get the answer quickly. Mm -hmm. That is not a good thing 
for that is mm-hmm. not a good that's not that's where wherever she learned that um that's a lesson that we have to undo because mm-hmm. math is not about speed it's not about in in of course in in the educational setting and in a, in a um, school setting there are t- tests and there are benchmarks and so that it can feel rushed and um, we definitely acknowledge that but I tell my students all the time people who are mathematicians like this is their job and this is what they do for a living it can take years you know for Mm -hmm. them to solve a problem or to work through a proof or whatever so it's even reshifting how kids approach math and math doing like you definitely should sit and think about things for a while sometimes that's that might be that might be what you need to do and that's okay I would say that quote right there is applicable to all things that are happening. Yeah. When you sit and think and learn. Um, Even when you're saying that it made me think of cooking and I teach, teach math, but I tell my kids about fractions and then I have to ask Alexa to help me because of converting (laughs) all the things. And we do it a lot in like cooking and baking and things like that. And even cooking and baking is not about speed. It's about exactly just Precision. enjoying the result of it. Usually, exactly. you know, exactly. You are, that's a really good analogy. This is amazing and eye-opening. Yes. It really is. <laughs> um, so we had a few questions, Brittany, about how people can purchase from you. Um, do you have a one-time purchase? How do people gift um, boxes? Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Sure. So yes, every box is, well, I won't say every box because some of them I, I'm sold out of, but we allow, we absolutely offer one-time purchases. So what I've been telling people, so on Crate Joy, if people want to order the current box, they would just make sure they toggle will not renew at checkout. And then that way they'll only get one box and those can absolutely be purchased as gifts. Um, Also, I am in the process, another fun entrepreneurship story. When I first started Black Girl Magic, blackgirlmagic.com was actually taken. Um, It was not being, I know that's what I said. It was not being used, but it was taken. And I had to wait about six months for it to be available to purchase. But of course, these are the types of things that'll come up in business, but you can't let that stop you. So I still got to work. I just did um, blackgirlmagicbox.com. But I'm saying all that because I finally purchased it. My website is about 95% ready. I'm getting ready to launch it very soon. But because of that, um, I ended up having a couple of different websites, which I I was a little bothered by because I felt like that wasn't um, the best thing for the customer experience. So what I've been telling people, I have a link tree. So what I've been telling people is to go on my link tree. The, 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 there's one link that takes you to Crate Joy so that you can get the current box. And then there's another link that takes you to a Shopify site, uh, my Shopify store, where you can purchase the pass boxes that we have available. So there are two options. And as I mentioned, I'll say it again, on both of those, you can absolutely just get a one-time box, a gift box, or whatever you like. Okay. So let's tell our listeners then let's give them the URLs, the Instagram, where can they yes. follow you, support you and buy from you? Yes. So the link tree is, um, it's link and then it's tr.ee um, backslash black girl magic. If that is too much to remember, because it is a pretty interesting URL they have set up, you can go on Instagram or Facebook at black girl magic and the link is in the bio. And then I'm on Twitter as 
BLK Girl Magic because the full name was too long. So it's BLK Girl Magic. And then the link is there as well. The link tree is there as well. Great. And yeah, that link tree will take you right to your your shop on CreateJoy so that they yeah. can subscribe. And we will put everything in the show notes. So it's super easy for you guys to just click right there in the show notes and head on over and grab your box. Yes. Brittany, thank you so much for being on the podcast with us today. Thank you guys for having me. And I um, just really appreciate that you guys were flexible with me sitting in the car. Oh, you're fine. Thank you so much, Brittany. You're so fantastic. Thank you. Hey guys, wait, before you go, we want to remind you that we've created this incredible masterclass. It is totally free. It is our pivot and sell masterclass where we are going to teach you how to create a plan to boost your sales and grow your business right now. You do not want to miss this. It's totally free. So Mina, where should they go? Go to pivotandsell.com and you guys can get that free masterclass and get started on creating a plan to boost your sales right now.